Broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show. David Essel in the box with you, welcoming aboard the 12 million XM Satellite Radio subscribers. Of course, we're heard on XM Satellite Radio 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Uh, we can also be heard on TalkDavid.com, streaming around the world. And later on in the show, I'll give you an opportunity to get involved with our text club, the David Essel Live Text Club, which will allow you to listen to the show on any of your smartphones absolutely free. 1-800-548-8255. Proud to be part of the premier radio network. And, of course, you know the whole purpose of this program is to bring you ideas and thoughts and concepts on how to move your life to the next level, become more resilient, more focused, and even more joyful. Coming up in a couple minutes, we've got Alan Klein, the author of the book, The Art of Living Joyfully, How to Be Happier Every Day of the Year. And he has sold, in his previous books combined, over 500,000 copies. That is absolutely stunning and wonderful. And uh, in a couple minutes, we're going to get to Alan and find out how do we do that? How do we live more joyfully? And what does it mean to be more joyful anyway? We need to know what we're shooting for, right? And I know this guy's going to have the answer to that question. Um, here's a question I wanted to get to first. From a 17-year-old senior in high school, just broke up with my boyfriend of two years because for the past six months, he would constantly talk about other girls to me, saying how he likes this one's hair or that one's legs. Even when I told him weekly, I felt uncomfortable with this type of talk. I got sick of it and left. Now, three weeks later, I'm really sad and missing him. Why is this happening? And it's a great question. You know, I work with a lot of teens, and I'm always amazed at how they just don't take life, you know, like, um, well, I'm supposed to be sad. I'm not supposed to be sad. They ask questions. They ask, this is a great question. Why is this happening? So isn't that a really good question if you're 50 to ask? <laughs> because, you know, I just left this relationship. This guy or this woman was totally not right for me. Maybe right for someone else, but wasn't right for me. Then why three weeks later am I missing them? Why is it I can't get them out of my mind? And a 17-year-old asking this is stunning. So let me give you some ideas of why you're still missing him. First of all, from a physiological point of view, there's a hormone called oxytocin. It's called the bonding hormone. It's released when we are intimate with someone, when we, when we bond with someone very deeply, as you have in the last two years with this individual. When we kiss someone and hold their hands and we open our hearts, there's a flowing of this chemical oxytocin. So when that is shut down, the body goes through withdrawal, and it can be for anywhere from 30, 60 days, maybe even 90 days. So there's a physical withdrawal from the relationship, honey, number one, that's happening. Number two, there's an emotional withdrawal. Of course, that's really obvious, right? And that can go from 30 to 60 to 90 days as well. You used to have routines, I'm sure, that you would talk to each other at certain times of the day or the night, and now that's been removed, so there's a, a, an emotional void, and that creates a withdrawal, a missing, a sadness, which is all part of the breakup experience. And it's okay to be sad. It's okay. Sit in the sadness. Don't run from it. Don't eat or drink or smoke or gossip or whatever. Sit in it. Write about it. Confide in maybe one really close friend or one of your parents, maybe both of your parents. You know, you made the right move. If someone is disrespecting you and you ask them to stop and it goes on for a long period of time, you deserve to be respected. So you made the right move. 
if some partner does not respect our wishes, it doesn't matter if they agree with them or not, if it's something that really bothers us, we hold the boundary, right? And we say, I'd rather you not do that. And if you're going to continue doing that, I'm going to have to leave. So you set the boundary. You held the consequence. You're doing great. But it doesn't mean just because you made the right decision that it's going to be easy or effortless as you're finding out. Hang in there. These will pass, but you're going to have to go through it. 1-800-548-8255. Now, on the flip side of that, how do we become more joyful in life? How do we set up our day on a regular basis to live in joy? And what does it mean to live in joy? We're talking right now to the author of the book, The Art of Living Joyfully, How to Be Happier Every Day of the Year, Alan Klein. Alan, welcome to the program. David Esso. Hi, I'm glad to be here. (laughs) I'm glad to have you with us. So define what joy is, could you? I I think if everyone, it's it's totally different. And so for me, it could be as simple as... uh, Playing with my dog, who always uh, makes me laugh and brings joy. For you, it could be, um, you know, going for a jog. Or um, today I went to the museum and saw some incredible paintings, and that brought me some joy. So for everyone, you know, for you, it might be going to a baseball game. Right. I I can't say what's joy for you, but everyone has things in their life that brings them joy. And what I'm saying is get more of that in your life. And why don't we, Alan? Well, work, busy, family chores, you know, all, all of those things that kind of get in the way, and we forget to do it. I think we need to schedule it sometimes. Like this mm. morning, I, I, I wanted to see this show at the museum, and I thought, I'm going to do it at 10 o'clock this morning, and I put it on my calendar. So I think we need to schedule those times to get, you know, not let them just maybe happen, maybe not happen. actually schedule that some joy in our life every single day. Do you think, Alan, do you think that this thing around joy, could there be any type of a genetic link that some people are just naturally more joyful, or is it more environmental, that if they were raised with parents that express joy and experience joy, that, that it's more environmental? Is it more one or the other, do you know? You know, I don't know the research on that, but I do know from my own life that my father was extremely negative. And so you would think that I would grow up extremely negative. But as a teenager, I always revolted and did the opposite of whatever my parents can tell me. So when I was 14, my mother said I could smoke because all my friends were smoking behind their parents' back. And she said, yeah, if you want to smoke... She smoked at 14. I could. Do you think I smoked, David? No, because my parents <laughs> right, right. said I could, so I didn't do it. So my father <laughs> was always very negative. For him, the glass was always, you know, half empty. And I did the opposite, and for me, everything, I tried to turn everything into a positive frame. Now, that didn't always happen, you know, and as a teenager, mm. there were many ups and downs. But as I got older, I realized that, we have a choice. We can, whatever the situation, we can look at the positive of it or we can look at the negative of it. The, the teenager you were just talking about, right. that teenager has a choice of how they're going to look at that breakup. And one of my gurus over the years um, told me once, uh, or Helen Keller actually said too, when one door closes, another opens. 
mm-hmm. but we look so long at the closed door, we forget to look at the open. And mm-hmm. and so we, it's a choice. And and my guru said to want what you don't have um, is to waste what you do have. Right. So if right. that teenager is longing for that relationship again, they're not seeing what's right before them. Every all those opportunities every single day of maybe starting a new relationship, having a better relationship with themselves, l- learning something from that experience. Um, but we always have that choice. Yeah. How, how long? Alan Klein, we're speaking with, the author of the book, The Art of Living Joyfully. Alan, for someone listening to the show right now that, that might be more on the pessimistic side or maybe they're going through some very difficult times over the holidays or maybe economically, whatever it might be, if they were to follow the advice in your book, any idea how long it would take for someone who is going to start making the steps to live joyfully every day, how long it would take someone who wasn't that joyful to start with before they might start seeing um, not just the, the instant, because I know the minute you do something, like let's say you, you know you went and got a puppy today, okay, you're going to be happy today, but I'm talking about how long would it be down the road before those steps become so ingrained that the person is just naturally more joyful? Well, again, um, you know, everyone's different, but the studies have shown it takes 21 days to change a habit. So for three weeks, you need to concentrate on what you want to change. So um, you, can, you can just take one of the quotes from the book and use that. You can, you can have an affirmation. You could have a saying. Um, you can have something in front of you every single day, every hour of the day, and I can almost guarantee at the end of three weeks, you're going to feel much different than you did um, the 21 days before. Mm. Did you, when, when you started writing, 500,000 books is a hell of a lot of books, Alan. Congratulations <laughs> on that. That's, that's just you, awesome. Thank you. Thanks. I just love it. You know, like a, a freaking half a million books. It's incredible. Was, was that, honestly, was that a goal to see how many that you could sell? Because for a lot of authors it is, and there's nothing wrong with that. Or was that just a byproduct of being you? That was a byproduct, actually. My first book, The Healing Power of Humor, came out of a great loss in my life. My wife, when she was um, 31, found out she had a terminal liver disease. And she did pass away at 34. There were no liver transplants at the time. Um, they didn't know how to, you know, cure this. And and she did pass away at 34. But she had a great sense of humor. And I and I kept feeling like, you know, it was Norman Cousins' time talking about he, how he healed himself with humor. And so I just started to investigate all that and the power of humor to help us get through anything. So I wrote the book, and my goal was to get the message out to as many people in the world as possible. In fact, I did a list of if I self-published or if I got a publisher, how could I sell more books? And mm-hmm. it wasn't because I wanted to get rich. You know, and authors mostly don't get rich. You know, I make pennies on the book. But it was my goal was to get my message out, how crucial humor could be at any time, how it could help us cope with almost anything. And that was my that was my goal. Little did I know that, you know, that would turn into a number of other books. Um, the Art of Living Joyfully is my eighteenth book. Oh my that, gosh. Um, I know. Healing Power of Humor is in a ninth uh, foreign language and um 
40th printing. So <laughs> I, I didn't know that would happen at the time, but I knew that I had a, a vital message that nobody was talking about except Norman Cousins, and I knew that I wanted to share that message with the world. And mm. so that's why I wrote the book. That's awesome. Alan, I'm going to ask you to hang in there. We're going to a quick break. My guest, Alan Klein, his 18th book, his 18th, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me when I say 18th book, The Art of Living Joyfully, How to Be Happier Every Day of the Year. More information, go to alanklein.com, A-L-L-E-N-K-L-E-I-N, alanklein.com. Check it out. We'll come back more with Alan in just a moment. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show, celebrating 21 years on the air, one 800 548-8255. Visit us at talkdavid.com. I am David Essel. Stay right there. Rocking across the United States every Saturday from 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, bringing you ideas and thoughts and concepts of how to move your life to the next level. Every area of life, as a matter of fact. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, 1-800-548-8255, 1-800-548-8255. My guest, Alan Klein, author of his 18th book, The Art of Living Joyfully, How to Be Happier Every Day of the Year. Alan, you mentioned something really interesting. I think that's important to repeat at the top of our, our the start of our interview, and that was about daily ritual. I'm going to call it daily rituals for joy. Scheduling in, give us some ideas about the importance and what people might do to schedule joy into their day because of all the distractions that can pull them out of joy. Right. Well, I think you know. How do you wake up in the morning uh, with joy? Do you have an intention? You know, every morning I wake up, whether I sing it out loud in the shower, whether I see an affirmation above my computer, whether I sing it silently to myself, I have a song that helps me start the day on a high note. And so what is your, I think, intention, you know, for anyone to have a joyous life, a joyous day is your intention. And maybe you're not doing so well that day, so at least have your intention for one hour, I'm going to be joyous or I'm going to find something that lifts me up in the next hour. And then when you get to the end of the hour, do it for the next hour. But you've got to have that intention or it doesn't, not, you know, it doesn't just happen. Right. Um, and, and, you know, the, this book is so amazing because it, it, we had another life with Random House and they closed their doors and I could not sell the book. So I put... I tried for a year and a half to sell it. I could not sell it. So I put a sign above my computer that I saw all day long, and the sign said, the perfect publisher will find me. That was Mm. my intention. The perfect Mm. publisher will find me. And I went to a meeting. I haven't been to this publisher's meeting for about a year and a half. I went because I wanted to hear the speaker, and there was two women sitting behind me, and the man next to me was talking to them, and they were talking about how they're opening this new division of their publishing house. 
and they're looking for uplifting, joyous, inspirational, <laughs> motivational books. And I turned around to them and I said, I have seven of those for you because <laughs> Random House just closed their doors. And they asked me to bring it or send it to them. They gave me their card. They, their offices were five blocks from where I live. Oh, my gosh. Not only that, David, but I next they got too big for their offices here in the city in San Francisco, so they moved to somewhere else. They invited me to their opening party. This woman comes up to me. She says, you don't know me, but I know you. Um, I own this company. I now live in London. I came here for the opening party, and I lived across the street from you for 16 years, and I'd see you walk your dog every single day. Oh, the perfect <laughs> publisher found me. That's so cool. What a great story, Alan. <laughs> I know. And the world, you know, I think the world, world works like that. When you mm. put out what you want, when you put out your intention, things happen. Yeah. I, I just wanted to be in the Macy Day Parade. And it's a long story because I used to live in New York and I'd work on the parade at times. And I just put that on Facebook, that I wanted to be a Macy Day Parade. A friend of mine, a colleague, connected me to the right person. They invited me to come and march in the parade this year. I, because of circumstances, I didn't do it. But I felt like I accomplished what I had intended, what I put out there. I love it. I love it. Alan, you, your life is a trip, isn't it? It sure is. And, you know, I'm always amazed that these things happen. But after a while, I think, no, that's the way the world works. You know, you put out, I mean, when I first published my book, people said, you can't get a book published. Um, you know, you can't find a big publisher. Um, most books don't get their advance back. I mean, there are so many negative people in the world. And I'm saying, yes, I can. This is my intention. This is what I want to happen. And it starts to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to what this gentleman is saying. It's so true. It, it, we, we, of course, you also remember he started with the intention and then he showed up to the publisher meeting and he put it then on Facebook. So he's doing work behind his intention, but it is starting with that mindset. It's breaking out of the pack. The pack in the United States is negative gossip, drama, victimhood, etc. Break out of the pack. Follow Alan Klein. AlanKlein.com. A-L-L-E-N Klein. K-L-E-I-N.com. And of course, the book we've been talking about is The Art of Living Joyfully, How to Be Happier Every Day of the Year. Alan, it's been an absolute blast having you on the show. I'm so glad we could do this. It's been great, David. Thank you. You're welcome. And have an awesome holiday, Alan. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye now. Okay, bye. The, the Art of Living Joyfully. The Art of Living Joyfully. It's something that we all can benefit more from. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show. Email us. Any thoughts, questions, comments at talkdavid.com. Call us at one 800 548-8255. Text us at 941-266-7676. I'm David Essel. Much more to come. Stay right there.
David Essel alive. I love those words. When I need a healing, I just look to the ceiling. Isn't that amazing? Those words in the song are so powerful. 1-800-548-8255. Hey, the world, according to many, has lost the art of service. Isn't that true? You hear people talk about stores and companies and organizations that no one has any service. No one knows what the mean service is. If I remember 50 years ago, well, coming up in a moment, I'm going to tell you an amazing story about personal service from a clothing store. And yours truly was on the receiving end of this incredible service. I'm going to tell you that in just a minute. Listen, if you want to get even more, become more intimate with David Essel Alive, become a part of our texting club. Every week you'll get a free one text from us. Every Saturday you'll get a free inspirational, motivational message, as well as being able to listen to the show on your smartphone, iPhone, Android, absolutely free. So this is what we want you to do. Grab a pen and paper. Write down this. We want to type in the number on your phone, 69302, 69302. Then where the message box is, type in Talk David, all one word, all lowercase. Just type in the, the word Talk David. Then send, and you will then be part of the club, and once a week you'll receive, first you'll receive the welcome on the day that you join, and then every Saturday you'll get a motivational message from us, plus a link to listen to this show live. So let's go through that again. Write it down. Become a part of our texting club. It's absolutely free, by the way. S- to type in the number, 69302, 69302, then the message, Talk David, all lowercase, all one word, hit the message send. Just go ahead and you will be part of the club. Make sure in your phone to save my name, David Essel, as the contact with that short code 69302 so that when you do get a text from us, you'll know where where it's coming from, right? 1-800-548-8255. Okay, so we hear all the time how there's no stores, there's no companies, there's no no one in the universe that knows how to do service, customer service like we did years ago, and I'm going to just tell you a little differently. So every couple, you know, it's not that frequent. Let me tell you something. I take very good care of my clothes, dry clean, hanging, all that kind of stuff, and I do, I'm not an over-spender, over-buyer. I don't consume material goods, very much at all. And so my clothes last a long time and I take really good care of them. But when I go to get more clothes, then I usually do, I'll buy a couple suits at a time and all that stuff. And then I'll give the other suits to Goodwill. So I decided it was time. And I go into Joseph A. Banks. Now, Joseph A. Banks is a store. I think they have 400 stores around the United States of America. And I, I found these, these suits that I was blown away with. And the specials that they have from time to time are just incredible. So I go in, I go, Oh my Lord, I'm home, you know? And, uh, and I went in and I got these suits and I was all excited. And the day I was going to go pick them up, um, I did go in the store to pick them up and there was something to miss with the, the pants weren't the right size and they had a special order. And so I was disappointed, obviously. Well, the next day I get a call from the manager, Dawn, at the store. And she says, I am so sorry that your pants are 24 hours delayed. And what can I do? And I said, well, Dawn, first of all, you did everything just by making this phone call because it shows you care. And she said, oh, no, 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 no. We more than care. We want to give you something. So she gave me like hundreds of dollars of, of, of shirts and ties. I mean, absolutely free. She goes, I am so sorry. That's not going to be part of our, our service. That's not a part of who we are. 
And I sat there and said, you've got to be kidding me, right? Like, like because there was this one glitch that put everything off by 24 hours, like she was so frustrated for me. She goes, I am really frustrated. I don't want this to happen. And I want to make sure that you get more than what you ever planned for. Like, and, and this is what I thought before I wanted to share this story with you, ladies and gentlemen. I was happy getting the clothes that I got from Joseph A. Bank because the the material and um, the quality was just through the roof, much more than I ever could have imagined because I'd never been in the store, so I didn't know. But I was shocked. So then I thought, okay, well, this is great, and I'm going to get these three suits, and I can give these other three suits away, and I'm fine, and blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden there was this one glitch, and she just went overboard with her personal phone calls. Do you know that not only did she call and apologize for the glitch of a 24-hour delay, and then she offered these these clothes to make up for my delay. And then she called again to make sure. And when I went back in, one of the jackets was in a different place. And she, oh, my Lord, you would have sworn that there was something, catastrophe, a catastrophe happening. And that's customer service. And so for everyone, and I know how easy it is to get on the bandwagon and to complain and complain and complain, but when we have some good things happening, we need to share that as well, which is why I wanted to share this today. There are good things happening every day in this world, and we need to get those messages out there. Instead of just bitching about all that isn't working, there are organizations, companies, and stores that are doing really, really good work, and we need to applaud them just like I did for Joseph A. Bank. Thank you, Dawn. Thank you uh, to the whole clothing chain for the great work that you do and for making me feel really special. And the other thing I want to mention about this, too, is that, you know, I, I come in and, like, all the sales per- per- persons knew my name, right? They knew my name. And then the guys coming in behind me, they knew their names. It wasn't just because I was a radio talk show host, blah, blah, blah. They, they were treating everyone like kings. It was phenomenal. There you go. There's places in the United States of America that absolutely know customer service. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio talk show, David Essel Live, celebrating 21 years on the air, XM Satellite Radio 168, streaming worldwide at talkdavid.com, and of course, available on your smartphone, iPhone, Androids, etc. when you join our text club. Every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Call us right now, one 800 548 8255-1-800-548-8255. Hey, here's a quick hit I'm going to get to. Get, get, get your pen ready or get your, your phone ready to call me. Holiday challenges. We're in the middle of holiday family challenges, and I'm going to read this to you and get your feedback. 800-548-8255. Uh, this is great. I'm heading to my wife's parents' home Monday for four days, uh, the 10th year that we have done this. We have taken your advice that you gave recently about getting a hotel room. Actually, my wife heard you say this, and it surprised me, but she is sick of the drama when we stay at her parents during Christmas. Uh, It was too much. This is great, and we thank you. Now, here's our challenge. Her parents are very religious. They go to three services, Monday at noon, midnight mass, and then 9 a.m. mass on Christmas Day. I think midnight mass is fine. I want to put an end to the rest of this, but my wife is afraid to rock the boat. Should we just go to the one and skip the others and create more drama? Or do we go along to all three as we had for 10 years, resenting every moment? (laughs) What would you do? Okay, now this is interesting because they're already going to start rocking the boat, right? They've been doing this for 10 years. This is the first year. I'm so glad to hear this. They're getting a hotel room. Listen, we're adults. 
if staying with your mom and dad or your brother and sister doesn't work because it's filled with drama, you got to get a hotel room. And we've talked about this over the last couple of weeks. You just have to do it. I'm glad that you took that advice. Now, what would you do if you were in their situation? 1-800-548-8255. Don't, don't you think three services in a day and a half is a little much? Wouldn't you just say, you know what, let, let the parents go. They're, they're that religious. They want that. Let them go, but we're not going to. Would you have the strength to say that? 1-800-548-8255. Or do you think that they should just buckle it up? It's two days out of their life that they have to go to services that they don't want to go to. Just buckle it up for mom and dad and do it. It'll make them happy. What side would you take here? 1-800-548-8255. Do you, do you draw the line and say, you know, we're not going to stay with you and we're only going to midnight mass. You can go to noon. You can go to 9 a.m. the next day. But we're really over all this stuff because we've been doing it for 10 years even though we don't want to. Or... Do you come from the tact of saying, relax? It's something that means a lot to your mom and dad. They get a lot out of it. They probably love having you with them. And just buck up. Come to the plate. Do what's necessary for those two days and let it go. 1-800-548-8255. What would you tell this couple? What would you, if you're in their shoes... Or maybe you've been in their shoes. Have you been in the situation where that you went to services when you didn't want to and then you finally said no? Or or do you did you do you keep going to services even if you don't want to because it's Christmas happens once a year. And so we say if it's so important it's the, it's the season of giving. Like give your time to your parents and let it go. What side of the fence would you be on? I would love to hear. You can call us at 1-800-548-8255. You can text us your thoughts at 941-266-7676. Text us at 941-266-7676. Um, one came in right now saying, absolutely, David, I agree with your point this is only two days out of their life. They have 363 other days to do as they please. Go along with mom and dad. Do you agree with that? Do you agree that, and thank you very much for the text, do you agree that that's the path that we should take, especially on the holidays, right? This is the time we need to let go of our small ego and our control and allow someone else to dictate, and we can just follow along and try to keep the peace. One eight hundred five four eight eight two five five. What would you do in that situation? And text us nine four one two six six seven six seven six. Here's one that just says it's time to set the boundary as they did with the hotel room. There's nothing wrong with doing the same thing with mass. We need to live more honestly. If they haven't been living honestly in the past, it's time that they do it now. Their mom and dad can handle it. 1-800-548-8255. So do you go along with it or do you say enough already? I'm David Essel. After these messages, we'll come back with more thoughts and ideas on how to help people live life to the fullest. In the holidays, out of the holidays, you name it, with your mind, your body, or spirit. We are so glad that you're with us. And we appreciate you taking the time. And we're proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. Take things off to clear my head to see the things I haven't
There's Cheryl Crow doing a cover of uh, Eric Clapton. Gotta love that. 1-800-548-8255. This is bringing in some very interesting uh, answers. This Should this couple go to their three masses uh, this year with the parents? It's driving them nuts. They're already getting a hotel room. Nick sends in a text. He says, fake an appendix attack. <laughs> so now we're starting to get some creative responses here. Nick says, uh, fake an appendix attack. And Will Wilkerson here in the studio says that he would rather recommend a soft tissue injury so that there's no potential of surgery. <laughs> 1-800-548-8255. Larry in Louisiana, you're on with David Essel. And, uh, thank you, David, for taking my call. Uh, my comment would be the, the only thing they need to do is uh, I think they just need to go to two of the masses and skip one because they're already, you know, drawing the line by getting a hotel room. And then if they just go to one, you know, the parents will even be more suspicious. And Christmas, like you said earlier, is a time for happiness and family and all that. So just to avoid, you know, all the problems, you know, they already, you know, like you said, got the room. So I would suggest they just go to two and, you know, find some excuse and skip the other one. Then next year... You know, they can, you know, tell them, oh, this is what we want to do. You know, we draw the line. We want to come to one, you know, and, 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 and that will be my point. And uh, thank you for taking my call. I'll take my call off the air. Hey, thank you very much, Larry. I like that. I like that, Larry. That's a great idea. So what Larry's saying is is that they've already made this, this boundary. And, and, and so we're just going to sort of increase it a little bit. Right, Larry? We're going to increase it a little bit. We're going to say we're going to stay in the hotel room and we're going to go to two of the of the masses, but we're not going to go to the third one and then gradually cut down. I think that's great. Uh, we just got another one. <laughs> this is if I tell my wife I'm staying at a hotel, there goes my chances of getting some special Christmas action. <laughs> was was the uh, was was a text that we just got in from one of our listeners here, and uh, yeah, and, and, you know it's going to get stressful here, right? It's going to get a little stressful. So we're starting this boundary setting. People, some people are not going to be happy. One eight hundred five four eight eight two five five. But let me let me show. Okay, here's a couple more that just came in. Um, it's mom and dad. For God's sake, do it. All right, there, there's a quick one, and another one is uh, living honestly is harder than we think. Wow. Profound. It is. Here we, it is, it is harder than we think to live honestly. 941, our text number, 941-266-7676. Our text is 941-266-7676. Or you can call us 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. So, thank you so much, everyone, for this great responses that we're getting here. Um, especially the one where the guy's concerned he's not going to get a special Christmas gift from his uh, his wife if he starts to pull some of these shenanigans. But it is hard to live honestly, isn't it? We do things to make other people happy. And I think that there's a, um, a precedence that we're setting here that it's okay to do things on the holidays to make other people happy. It's okay that you're not getting everything you want, right? That's okay. I mean, if we're spoiled and we get everything we want, I think it's important to be able to be flexible. However... I'm going to throw the curveball here, though. However, if we are afraid of being honest with our mom and dad and saying 
after the holidays. Here's my recommendation. I like what Larry said, cut down to two, and then next year maybe cut down to one and whatever it might be. What I would highly recommend is that we've got to be willing to say, Mom and Dad, we we honor the fact that you are so religious, and we're really glad it works for you. And we're going to go on Christmas Eve, as we always do, and we're going to go to the Midnight Mass, as we always do, because it's part of our family, our history, our rituals, and we love that. But if it really bothers you, and if you're holding resentments to go to more of those other services, you're not doing anyone any good. Think about that. 1-800-548-8255. Let's go to my buddy Chuck in New England. Chuck, you're on with David Essel. Hey, how you doing tonight? Good to hear from you, my man. What's your thoughts here? Uh, I'm confused. Um, Shakespeare said it best, and I've said it multiple times before. To thine own self be true. And mm-hmm. that basically means in this situation, if you're going to lie to yourself or shelter off parts of yourself, in order for somebody else's gain, it could be viewed as selfless. But if, if you're going to be forced to do something that you just really don't want to do, what is that doing to yourself? You know, I yes, living honestly, honestly is really, really difficult. Yeah, it's only because you fear the reciprocation of the other people <laughs> you're going to get it from. You know, that's right. I, you, you want to sleep in a hotel, you know, and compromise your Christmas actions, and I guess you're not getting any for Christmas. Okay. <laughs> you know, if I have a problem with my wife, I tell her. If I have a problem with my wife's family, I tell them. Okay, and if they don't like it, they can go over there and sit in the corner and cry, and I'll give them some tissue and some candy and whatever, and that they can cry all they want. I don't care. I am me. I know who I am. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. If you don't like it, go cry in the corner. You know what I mean? I hear I you, Chuck. I that's really direct, but if, if, if you can't be who you need to be for yourself then what makes you think you're going to be something for somebody else? Well, Chuck, and let me, I agree with you, and let me add to this. One of the things that they said that popped out to me in this note was that they've been resenting doing this for years, which means everyone's losing. Yeah, they're, they're being completely dishonest with the other people. You know, uh, the in-laws or whoever. If, if my wife made a casserole that was absolutely disgusting... And I force myself to eat it to make my wife feel better. What's going to make her feel worse? Knowing that I absolutely hate it and I'm forcing it, you know, myself to eat it anyway, so she's going to pity me? Or should I just outright tell her, you know, babe, I love you, but this sucks. You know, <laughs> maybe she just might not ever make that again. Yeah, initially she's going to be butthurt, but if she really wants to make me something that I enjoy, she won't make me that casserole. You know what right. I mean? And, and, yes. and the honesty is out there, and you don't have the, oh, what's the word? Uh, you don't have the built-up stress of trying to hide the truth, because the truth will always come out some way or another. Amen. Amen, Chuck. Have a good night. Merry Christmas to all. Hey, Merry Christmas, Chuck. Thank you, bro. Yep. Bye-bye now. Our, our, um, our, our belief here and in our work for 20, 25 years has always been the same, is that sometimes when you're honest, you get spanked. And that's okay. What Chuck is saying is true. But you can couch it in words to make the blow softer and still be honest. We can be 
compassionate and honest. We can be caring and honest. We can be empathetic to other people's feelings that aren't like our own and still be honest. And then eventually people get to understand and more importantly will respect us. And if they don't, you're still 100% you. I am so glad that you hung in with us here three hours every Saturday wishing you the merriest Christmas, the most incredible holidays, the New Year's. We'll be here with you next week. I'm David Essel. Be strong.